Okay. Hello and welcome to another episode of Happy Maybe, a podcast where we discuss various ways to find happiness in this difficult winding labyrinth of life. Indeed. Hi, Vasily. Hello, Nikita. So... What is going on? Yeah, so I was thinking that one way to discuss anything at all is to discuss the opposite of it. And that kind of brings us to what's the opposite of happiness, which is a whole nother conversation. But it's definitely there is something that's not happiness and it's anger. So one of many stories that happened to me and my personal relationship to anger. I was I was in a cab, I was in a taxi with two people, my friend and another girl. And we were, you know, coming back from a party pretty late. I didn't know this other girl quite well. And I was in New York City. And the cab took a little bit of an unexpected route and the girl was very upset. So she started being verbally abusive towards the driver. She started visibly being angry. And I was in the, f- in the front wheel. Yes. Were you sharing it with a stranger, the ride? Or, or you were come back, coming back from the party together, already know, already met? Right. No, we, the, 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 three of us, the three of us met before. Yeah, so we, we, knew, we knew each other, but we did know each other well. And again, the thing that happened is the driver took an unexpected route and maybe took a couple of wrong turns. And this girl that I didn't know well became visibly angry, verbally abusive, and otherwise behaving kind of strangely. And in that moment, it doesn't really matter exactly what was happening and who said what and etc. But what was interesting to me is I was in the presence of a person who was kind of disturbed and angry and probably unhappy in the moment. And what's more important, this person was angry towards someone, somebody who I don't think deserved to receive all this anger. The driver was like, didn't know what to do. He tried to explain what's happening and he tried to reason with her and that didn't work. Um, And so I will tell you more about this, but I guess, how do you, have you been in a situation when you were next to someone who is angry towards somebody else? And how does that make you feel? Yeah, uh, I thought about another similar situation where uh, one time an airplane broke down, Air India. I was flying from Bangkok to New Delhi to then take another plane to New York. Then the plane broke down. Apparently, engine caught fire, so we had an emergency landing in Calcutta. So yeah, the story the story is interesting from the start. Right? So anyway, I'll, I'll skip all the parts leading us to to uh, you know the the hotel where we we had to check in and and spend the night. Turned out there was not enough room in that hotel for all of us and the airline was obligated to accommodate us. Plus, most of us needed a visa to enter India if we we wanted to get another hotel. So we were all kind of cool except for one young woman. She said, I'm not sharing a room with anybody. You give me a room. She was so angry. Like, she said, give me a room right now. I'm not sharing. I'm not sharing because that was the only way to go. We had to share uh, beds. Uh, There was, let's say... It was like 50 of us, there was only 25 rooms. And she got it because she was angry and I was not angry, you know, and, and I you know, made an agreement with somebody that we would just make a divider, uh, you know, with pillows and, and basically we were okay. But I thought her anger got her somewhere, but I was very uncomfortable. It usually makes me uncomfortable. It usually makes me feel like, is it needed? Is it justified? Is it coming out in the right way? Maybe there's a better way for the anger to come out. Clearly anger is an integral part of our human sort of spectrum of of emotions. Um, So yeah, basically it's discomfort and um, what's the other word? It's an 
embarrassment, you know, on behalf of the other person, you know, for, for, for them losing their face in front of people. That's what I feel. Yeah, you? this is interesting. So what you're describing is when you witness someone become angry, you see this as a, as an, as something embarrassing, right? As something that isn't necessary. And I kind of agree with you from a young age. I had this idea that if you, if I have an argument with anybody, the moment the person loses their cool, the moment that they raise the voice or start using any particular language, I consider this argument over. I consider that I won. Like the moment the other person becomes emotional. And so my way of handling conflicts has always been, I'm going to just reason with the person until they get very angry at me. And honestly, it is not the best way to handle conflicts. So back to my story, right? The three of us are in the car. We're about 20 minutes to our destination. The girl is in the back seat. My friend is in the back seat and I'm in the front seat. And I'm in the front seat and then the girl is being super just unreasonable. And I honestly didn't know what to do. I wasn't quite sure. So I tried asking her. I'm, I was asking her, what's going on? Why are you so upset? Everything is fine. We're on the route to the destination. We're going to be home in 20 minutes. Nothing is happening. It's all fine. And then she would say, no, it's not fine because the driver took a wrong turn and the driver is taking the wrong route and it's inefficient and it's whatever, completely unreasonable. So the voice of reason was not working. The voice of trying to listen to her emotions for me, which is my other way of doing, also wasn't working. And I honestly didn't know what to do. And the more I, in fact, I felt the desire to talk to her more and kind of make her even more angry. That honestly wasn't working until my friend who was also in the back seat, she said, um, to her that the way she spoke with the driver is unacceptable and that you know she would prefer if we didn't talk for the rest of the for the rest of the ride and that was a very confrontational way of being right she pretty much said let's not talk i don't want to hear hear any more of you and that would be my preference and that was a very strong and very confrontational way of being to my surprise it actually worked i was genuinely scared that there was going to be an entire fight in the backseat but everybody just shut up for the rest of the ride which was very awkward and i really wanted to continue having this past aggressive argument with this person. Once again, I have no, just want to make sure because this is something I'm saying publicly. I'm not giving out any names, who these people were. And I honestly, personally do not have any judgment towards it. I'm only using this story as a, as a case study of how I personally relate to anger. So what, go ahead. Uh, well, let me tell you what usually happens when I try to find examples of anger. Like if you ask me, like, when was the last time you were angry? Yeah, this kind of type of thing. I generally think that I don't tend to acknowledge that I get angry. Surely I get angry, but I kind of hide it from myself. And I label it as something rather, you know, like irritation, you know, something lighter than ang anger, uh, frustration, um, maybe um, being upset or being, you know, down in emotional spiral or something like that. But the anger to me is just so outward expressed, outwardly expressed. It's like very uh, high energy, negative energy, you know, a lot of messy sort of energy. Um, so, yeah, so I can't even... I can deal with it. I think I think my my protection, sort of my my defense mechanism from anger, is to just ignore it and, and not acknowledge it, uh, even though it happens. Like, uh, do, do you do you know when you're angry? It's changed over time. I think 
However, in the last couple of years when I was becoming angry and I was looking for ways to express it, it looked very strange. Um, I'm able to see when I'm angry very, very clearly. I'm usually surprised to discover that I'm angry. And my main emotion in the moment when I am angry is to protect other people from that anger. There's a very strong internal controller, I guess, that is activated to protect other people from anger. I remember I was having a conversation with someone and the conversation wasn't going anywhere again and again, it was going in circles. And as it was going in circles, I was getting more and more worked up to the point where I could, I would have visual flashes in my head of me screaming. I would like have the experience that, okay, I'm going to scream right now, but I don't. And then I would tell the other person, I would say, hey, I am very angry. And you might in the next five minutes, if we continue like this, you will hear me scream. Please know that I'm not screaming at you. I would actually scream in the opposite direction. And I'm only doing it because this is an emotion express. There was a lot of like a preparation to even express any sort of anger of of this kind or very padded. It's an entire buffer to save everybody from that anger. I'm genuinely am uh, afraid of it and I'm afraid of it being, I'm afraid of it affecting people. And there's many other examples like this. And what I'm realizing is that I think anger is useful. I, I, I want to, I want to believe that every emotion that exists is there for a reason. And the question that I have for myself right now is, I wonder if sometimes anger in response to anger is a necessary and useful response. I mean, if, if every emotion has its place and has its role, then just automatically, yes, of course, it, a- anger has its useful side. Um, but is it like anger in terms of protecting people you love or protecting people of your village when an enemy enters and you're angry at the enemy, and then you can be aggressive, you know, to the you know, hundreds degree to destroy whoever, en- you know, invades. Maybe then anger is completely justified. Um, when it's anger at close people, I think it's it's very destructive and, you know, can, can damage a lot of relationships beyond repair so i don't know uh, like just I, be, I become very rational when it comes to admitting anger and and i become very scared when i'm around people who are unhinged who who don't control anger and you know some people it's the only way for them to let it out you know they get angry momentarily it gets out they're done it's a much better than harboring it inside but for me witnessing those moments is very scary i'm definitely noticing that i'm I, I was about to say I'm uncomfortable, but I'm realizing that I, I don't know what it means anymore. I don't enjoy and I don't know what to do when I'm in presence of someone who is angry, whether this anger is justified or not. And my typical reaction is to try to reason with them, saying that anger is completely unnecessary. And in fact, let's say that someone was like, let's say we have th- three people in total. One person gets angry, the other person gets um, offended or hurt in some way by person A, and this person B later will be angry at person A. And to me, these two people are not different because it is anger that sort of traveled from person A onto the person B. And then I'm realizing that as I'm listening to this anger, I become, well, annoyed slash angry at the person for being angry. So I am part of the problem now. But in a way, the only rational way out of it is to have your defenses up and, and not let that anger penetrate you. At least beyond the moment of it being expressed you know not not let it linger with you so i I think that's that's what that's what i go for basically witness it remember it as a story and just not carry it with me to be happy (laughs) because i think being angry automatically makes someone unhappy especially if it's anger that is just constantly generating you know inside of you
But wouldn't it be cool if we had a conversation one time on this podcast and got angry at each other, at least one of us? It would be very entertaining for the listener <laughs> if we allowed it to be kept. You want to put a nice bow on it? I think we're too much alike that we don't allow much, a lot of anger to be expressed. And so we had a we had an episode where we had a slight disagreement and I felt a hint at like a little bit of a tiny amount of annoyance. And then we had an entire conversation about it later. And even that tiny amount of annoyance actually was for me um, scary, I guess. I'm remembering this once that I went to Arizona for a some odd spiritual retreat uh, in Sedona because of course Sedona. And I forgot the name of it it doesn't matter but it was this retreat space built by some korean of all places korean some some korean guru and pretty much three days in a row people were screaming and yelling and crying and running and being coming a bit getting uncomfortable getting their emotions through and there was this one exercise on day two i think where they had us move enough so that we have enough energy and then at one point they would do like a guided meditation when they would talk about your parents and your relationship with your parents and I remember how to my surprise they were, they were talking about fathers and how you feel towards your father to my surprise they discovered some anger which again is not unusual we all have some sort of relationship to our parents with our parents but what I surprised it was surprised me is not the anger itself that seems kind of boring the um, the relationship to this anger in me what what was surprising I felt so much anger in fact that I wanted I was afraid to express it in any way possible and I didn't know anything else to do so I remember sitting there on the chair pretty much clenching my fists and being in this like very tense posture uh, because in my head I wanted to throw this chair in the window and I was sitting there stopping myself from throwing chairs in the windows um, especially because there were a lot of women in the space and I especially didn't want to do any of that um, and I remember on the way back driving back to the airport to go home I remember thinking how in the normal social typical modern life there are very few if any ways healthy ways to express anger and I mean anger as emotional like aggression as emotion there are very few ways of doing this i can think of very very few ways of doing this and even if i wanted to like scream real loud as i'm angry there are no places for me to do it i found one you could you can you can be very loud in your car because nobody can hear you you're in traffic and i've done it and it is wonderful you just you just drive and you scream real loud until you don't have any of it left and that's so good and therapeutic right here like if, if anyone's listening and they want to make a new business that didn't exist before uh punching bags screaming rooms, uh, all kinds of things. I'm glad you're talking about this. That was exactly my thought. Just exactly when I was re returning back to New York, realizing there is not a place for me to express my anger. And I thought, wouldn't that be great if there existed some sort of business that I can pay and go in and just like express my anger? Guess what? It's called a break room. I'm sure you've heard of those. Uh, in New York, there is a couple. Really? Just for that? Yeah, it's a place. Yeah, it's a place where you go and then you you know, pay for some cheap or um, cheap um, glasses or cheap uh, broken uh, uh, electronics. And they give you either they allow you to throw it at the wall or they let you in to a room where everything is set up. They give you a baseball bat to smash the shit out of it. Holy crap. So those things exist. Still, it's a little bit not the same, but the fact that this exists is super interesting to me. Oh, I love it. I want, I want to go one time just to experience it, to see if it's for me. But it's, it sounds great. Yes. Uh, I mean, surely there's repressed anger in me, in probably many of us, that we don't even address. But once you start it, you know, um, there's probably some retreats where people are trained to yell on top of their lungs and, you know, just express themselves. And it feels uncomfortable at first, but liberating later. But how many situations, how many... Uh, 
environments exist in our daily lives where you can actually freely do that and are encouraged to do that. So yeah, break room. It sounds awesome. Cool. All right. Well, let's do this when we can. Uh, actually, I'm going to be in New York, not not um, alone from from today. So maybe maybe I'll seek a visit to that type of place. Yeah. So uh, the story that we have today is there is a separate thing to anger that is the relationship with one's anger. And there is not a lot of ways we can express anger, at least in, at least known to us in the modern society. And that is the question. If you're not happy, then one of the ways to be might be that you're angry. And if you're angry, and maybe you're one of the people who think that anger is, well, justified and absolutely necessary and useful, it is definitely on the other side of the spectrum from being happy. And that's where we are. Agreed. Let's wrap it up. Good talking to you. Until the next one. Thank you. Thank you, Vasily.